Sword and Board. I'm Luke. I'm Lars. This is two guys talking about fantasy movies. How is how are you doing tonight, Lars? I'm doing great because by my count, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we are four more sleeps until Christmas. Really? Four more sleeps until Christmas, as at the time of this recording, um, <laughs> which uh, which is exciting, and um, I'm sure I've I've mentioned this before on, on previous kind of holiday episodes, but as much fun as it is when you're a kid getting presents, mm-hmm. and it is fun. I mean, let, let's not sh- let's not <laughs> you know f around here. That that whole nonsense about it's better to to give than it's to receive. Uh, receiving's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah uh, no. <laughs> getting gifts is pretty nice. So when you're kids and, and you're getting gifts, it's great. But being able to create Christmas, mm-hmm. like we're creating the traditions, we all, you know, we're doing like the gift giving for the kids and making that special for them. It's pretty awesome. Nice. Um, so I, I really have enjoyed taking on that role as, as I've I've moved into fatherhood. Um, how about y'all? How's uh, how are the holiday prepping going? Well, I finished wrapping all of my presents today. I'm done with that. Um, I do need to mail out a few things for some people. Uh, I am doing pretty well. We got our tree set up um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, that is both more and less work than I anticipated doing. Mm-hmm. Um, even just bringing an actual tree home is a bit of a uh, a bit more of a fiasco than I anticipated. And I've even brought them. I've even got live trees before. Like, right. the last Christmas tree we had was an actual still-living tree in a pot. It was a potted tree. It was great. Um, we named him Reggie. Uh, we name our trees, too. I don't know what we've named this one, but... So, in your family, you've got... that. I've noticed there's, there's basically three kinds of ornaments. There's the sentimental ornament. Mm-hmm. There's the filler ornament. Uh-huh. And then there's the silly ornament. Uh-huh. Those, that's what, that's what we have. Up. Huh? Yeah, that we, that's that's what we have. So, what is your silly ornament? What is your favorite silly ornament? My favorite silly ornament? I'm going to have to go out and look at the tree. <laughs> oh, I, I'm looking at mine right now because it's directly below our star. Okay, hold on one second. Let me go, let me go check this out. We've so, got... the silly ornament... Um, because you've got the you've got the like the ones that your kids make, and you got the the ones that you've been given and you've had for years, and you've got just like the the standard. And, it, and actually, ones. one of, one of the right, and then, and actually one of the greatest wedding gifts that oh. we got was mm-hmm. Josh's was Josh's mom. Yeah, was it the <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I have Mister Spock on my tree, mm-hmm. and there's nothing sentimental because I'm actually more of a. Picard man anyway, so I'm right. more TNG. It's just funny that I feel like Mr. Spock would probably find all of this highly illogical that he's on our tree. Yep. <laughs> um, the sentimental, like, the one of the best wedding presents we got, um, aside from each other, uh, <laughs> um, uh, my best man's mom got us this um, set of ornaments, mm. and each one means something. They're the first ones that go up on our tree every uh-huh. year. So it, it, it's just it's like, hey, this is actually a 
a present that we use every single year. It's pretty neat. Cool. Um, How about my, you? What's your silliest? Yeah, my favorite sentimental item yeah. is there's a wax gingerbread man I have, I've had since I was like three. Mm-hmm. And it sticks on the tree. But the best, my favorite silly one is a pair of, of glow-in-the-dark sunglasses that go on the top of the tree every year. I like it. I like it. And they're and they're not sunglasses. They're stunner shades. So it's the it's the bars that don't do anything, and they're glow in the dark, ah. and they're terrible and tacky. And I don't understand why we put them on there, but we do. And I but love you them. do. Well, and that's where you know I'm I'm not super religious, and I know that we were raised Catholic, but that faded away pretty quick. <laughs> and um, I don't know where you land on all of it, but. You know, I feel like there's here's, more. Here's where I land on on it. I can name how they died and the order that died of every character in the movie Predator, but I can't remember the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> um, we don't see how he dies. We don't. Well, because he's the one that that stands deserves above, yeah. honor. He he stands above everybody else. Um, I. I believe there's more than just us. We are, you know, I, I and, and, and if that's just a feeling of love and family and friendship and, and community, then that's fine, like whatever you want to call it. But, you know, is there, you know, I'm not going to get all philosophical and religious here, but, you know, Christmas is not, for me, the, the time of, of celebrating Jesus. It's the time mm-hmm. of celebrating family and being able to see people like you. And talk to you and, and and remember why we're here and we're here because of each other. We're here right. to connect and we're here and that and that's you know, that's why we're social animals. We're here because we want to connect with people and have families and have loved ones and have, you know, friends that we that are family and all, all that kind of stuff, right? So that's that's where I kinda of land on all of it. Um, so that's where for me, you know, this time of year is always a great time because it's it's a time just to remember that and remember that you're not alone, even though right. it can be very lonely on the holidays. You're never alone, mm-hmm. um, and that's just a. Uh, this know, is just... our first Christmas together where we won't be at someone else's um, place. This is our first Christmas together by ourselves, so it's going to be a weird like. And how do I how do I Christmas? You Christmas just however yeah. you want to Christmas. That, that's the great that's the great thing about this holiday. And what I was kind of meandering back to is that we make our own traditions. Oh, I know. We, we you know we make our own like you know, and I've adopted other ones. I've adopted the mimosas in the morning because that's what the Desmonds do. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's a really great idea. I want to have a mimosa this morning. <laughs> um, cinnamon rolls for us. Cinnamon rolls, exactly same thing. You know, it's just it. it we do mimosas and cinnamon rolls, and it's just. And, God, and for I'm, years we went to that that terrible Chinese restaurant. <laughs> had a really <laughs> shitty was, beer. Had a really shitty beer, and then one saw movie because it was the only movie theater that was open in Daphne, and or it was, and and it was the only restaurant. No, the movie theater was open. Was the only restaurant that was open. Yep. So we would go and have a beer before we went and saw the movie, and that was really great. That was the it was I mean yeah, it was a shitty, you know, Kieran Ichiban or whatever they had yep. there, but it was just nice. It was, and because it was us, exactly. like it was something that we did together. Um, 
something else that I really appreciate doing together is watching these movies. And tonight we've got a great roundup of two movies that I think one we both didn't like. Mm-hmm. One that I enjoyed and one that I think that you're on the fence with. Yes. Before we start this, yes. I, I have a have a question. I have a very okay. serious question. Yeah. And it's funny because it's utterly meaningless. And what I something I have come to realize is I love arguments that everyone can participate in. Like mm-hmm. my favorite my favorite argument at work is French fries or tater tots. Depends. If you have to pick one, you have to pick one. I have to pick one French fries. Okay, good. That's the correct answer. Um, <laughs> Except when it's loaded tater tots and it's tater tots. <laughs> it's it's an argument that everyone has an opinion on. They don't realize they have an opinion on, and everyone can be a part of. Right. So, die hard. And it's also non like confrontational. Exactly. It's not, it's, what... it's not like it, it, it's yeah. Everybody has an opinion on it, but we're we're not going to go to blows. Exactly. French fries versus that's what's tater tots. Perfect about. Yeah, it's a perfect argument to have. With some, mm-hmm. Like a conversation starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie? It's not. It's a movie I watch every Christmas. Okay. That's good. Because I don't... It doesn't ruminate on Christmas. It makes no commentary on the season. It doesn't inspire the magic of it. It just happens to take place at Christmas. It happens to take... So, but for me, it's a palate cleanser. I get that. You you watch a lot of Hallmark movies. You watch your It's a Wonderful Life. You watch your your Christmas Vacation. You watch All It's these a are... Wonderful Life at Christmas? It's a Thanksgiving movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Thanksgiving movie. It just takes place at Christmas. It's a Christmas Ta- movie. It takes place at... It, I'm sorry. No, it takes place at New Year's. It doesn't even take place at Christmas. It takes place at New Year's. It's a Christmas movie. It's Thanksgiving. Uh, it, for the same reason that it's about family, it's Christmas. Anyway. But, so... You know, Christmas Carol, or Muppets Christmas Carol. Um, um, Perfect movie. It is. It, it's the best version of it. Um, you know, Christmas Vacation is hilarious. Home Alone. You know, all these things are Christmas movies. They, they not just take place at Christmas, but they have, like, connections mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Um, and after a while, I just get tired of them. So Die Hard and Die Hard 2. I'm gonna throw Die Hard Two in there. Yeah, I like it. Also it. takes place. I, it takes I place like it. Yep, I like it almost as much, if not more, than the original one. Sometimes there's elements that I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is good. <laughs> um, and it, which is it's weird. It's one of those movies that you don't expect to age well, but does. Two or one. Two. One is perfect. Yeah, one one is a perfect movie. Two is actually pretty good. It, yeah. it, it it's 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 not again. Okay, so probably one is the perfect action movie. Two is a really damn good sequel, yes. like in its own right. They are good palate cleansers. So like if you've watched all these Hallmark movies that I do enjoy, but after a while I'm like, you know what? I just need to see somebody shooting some stuff. Yeah, it's during Christmas. Okay, fine. You know, so <laughs> you're at least kind of in the ballpark. But no, I don't consider it a Christmas movie. Um. A Christmas movie relates, like you said, back to the either the holiday in some way or the feeling that you get from the holiday in some way. Um, yep. You know, the, it's doesn't have to be about Santa, but it should be, you know, or like, you know, like a movie like Four Christmases with um, with Vince Vaughn and, and Reese Witherspoon, which is it's pretty funny, but it is centered around people's participating in Christmas. 
Right. So, you know, so that that's a Christmas movie, right? So, no, I, I don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but is a movie I watch every Christmas. Totally. Does that make sense? That. Yes. Yeah. Do you, what do you think? Is that something that no, you... No, I, I, uh, I heartily agree. I have I will go to my grave passionately defending and dying on the most meaningless of hills <laughs> that it is not a Christmas movie. It, but I agree that it is a great Christmas palate cleanser because it is because of the reasons you brought up. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, you're not going to get me to not watch Die Hard. Yeah, like twist <laughs> twist my arm. Okay, I go yeah. now. It is funny though. Uh, Die Hard Two is uh, that's the only time I watch it is Christmas. Really? Mm-hmm. I watch it. I watch it every December. Cool. So, Christmas movies that are actually Christmas movies. All right. Um, we'll start with the one that I really liked. Yep. And the one that you were kind of... I'm kind of on the fence about. On the fence about. And I'm not going to try to dissuade you. No, I, I, I'm not. I'm still figiring out how I wanted to... How I, uh... So, what's funny to me is we are currently re-watching Riverdale. Um, which is a beautiful train wreck. I've never uh, seen it. You've never seen it? I've heard... I've heard uh, it's Archie. Yeah, it's Archie. It's it's a hotter and sexier sexier Archie kind of. Um, it's a train. Love wreck. me, love me some Jughead. Yeah, no, Jughead's <laughs> great in it. Oh, it's really? Like he's, he's legitimately like the best part of the show. Oh, cool. Um, the drug of choice on that show is Jingle Jangle. Oh, Jingle Jangle. All right. So Jingle Jangle, the do they just like to watch the movie? Is that what? They... <laughs> no, they snort it through pop rock through like uh, pixie sticks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really hard to take seriously. Uh, <laughs> Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey is a 2020 uh, Netflix original. Yeah. Um, I I think I liked this one. I It was very... It was a lot. We were talking about this before we started recording. It was a lot. It's, there's a lot in here. And I know that I like this one. And Yes, you're right. It is a lot. It is... Very bright and colorful, and I don't know why I wasn't expecting a musical. I didn't know it was a musical going into it. We didn't either. We just saw Forrest Whitaker. We saw um, Keegan-Michael Key. We saw, you know, like, oh, these are great people. We like this. It looks, you know, it's a pretty picture on the Netflix thing. Mm -hmm. And then they had the opening number, and Elizabeth and I and the kids were just, holy cow. Yep. This is awesome. We're, I'm in. I, I'm. I'm gonna watch. Um, and it was. Um, oh, Felicia Rashad, Rashad's in it. So Mrs. Cosby. Mm-hmm. Um, not her husband. <laughs> which, you know, based on how Jingle Jangle is a drug, I'm surprised that he's not in this because yep. his fondness to drugging. Um, <laughs> happy Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's so it's a movie about a toy maker, and it's like he's just about to make it big, and then his um, apprentice like steals his idea and and like mass produces it or something. And yeah, right. I mean, that, that's kind of like you basically like he 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 goes off on his own, and like you, we watch the despair and the decay of. Jeronicus Jangles store, which was a pretty yeah. neat scene. Like the yes. like the the the, the we see carbon. the time lapse. Yeah, yeah, and 
Gustafson is the apprentice. He's um, Keegan Michael Key. He he turned. He runs his own factory. And Jeronicus, you know, he becomes this, this master toy maker. And Jeronicus, who's Forrest Whitaker, becomes estranged from his daughter and kind of goes into despair. Right. And it's years pass, and like the, he's about to lose the shop. And he's turned into a pawnbroker. Right. But like there, there's things are are gonna be bad. Like he has, he has to either pay his debts or like come up with something new. Or you're gonna lose his shop. This part was a little fuzzy for me, but I guess it, you know somehow his daughter finds out because his wife dies. So basically, he he he's living a country song. He's lost his shop. He's lost his wife. He's lost his daughter. Everything's bad. <laughs> um, but his daughter now has a daughter, and she goes to live with Geronicus mm-hmm. for a little bit. You know, hilarity ensues, and. <laughs> There's Buddy. Like, Buddy is, like, the new his next toy, right? Is that right. what's going on? Right, it was a toy that, she, that his daughter designed initially. Right. And she and the, the granddaughter makes it work. Right. You know, Gustafson tries to get it back, and she has to escape it, and there's, you know, there's adventure, there's all this kind of stuff. You know, a lot of it's kind of boilerplate. I mean, it's not anything that you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. There was a really cool chase scene through the tunnels of, of Gustafson's um, factory, mm-hmm. right as they're escaping. Yeah, no, it, it is a, yeah, it's a, it's a very loud movie and a very colorful movie, which I really appreciated. It's At this time, movies. this time of year is yes, like this is the time of year to be loud and and colorful. The musical numbers are great. Mm-hmm. And I, I again, that opening number, whew, that was awesome. Because they're like yep. dancing on the roofs and everybody, it, it's, um, but it, it's also funny because as the shops decaying, you you kind of see the physical decaying of the town, mm. and then that like that's you know the music at the end, it, the town's back and the shops back and things are you know better and and, and he get, he starts cheering up and being better once his granddaughter gets into town, and I remember the bit with the snowball fight I thought was really was really sweet and kind and I also mm-hmm. remember thinking that if a group of small children grab their snowballs and start doing a Maori haka at me I'm probably just going to walk away terrified little kids are terrifying yes they are I don't know I I, I mean I love Forrest Whitaker mm-hmm. he's great um, I love King and Michael Key I like seeing him in different kinds of roles like obviously he, you know he was Obama's conscious so mm-hmm. he, he would yell the things that, that Obama wanted to say um, and, and hit, you know, Key and, and we all know them, even if you haven't seen Key and Peel, the A-Aaron. Uh, for me, it's, it's the Vince Clortho, Vince Clortho, uh, <laughs> inner city school for magic. What is that? I've never seen that You've one. You've never seen that one? Oh my God. It's, uh, it's set up as a, as a vice documentary, but it's an inner city school. It's like an inner city wizarding school. It is so funny. And he plays the security guard. Oh, he's got, oh my god, he's got an eye patch. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna watch this Inner City Wizard School. So it's basically Inner City Hogwarts. Yes, and it's a uh, it's the same kind of um, uh, yeah, it's done as like a Vice documentary. Oh, I've never seen it. I need to watch that. Yep. Because um, I yeah I I, I the <laughs> he's the substitute teacher, and he can't pronounce. White names. White names. <laughs> and that's just... 
there's something so stupid, but like perfect about it. Yep. Because it's a bunch of you know obviously white teachers can't pronounce black names. That's that's what they're sending up. That's that's the joke. Yeah. That's the joke. But just hearing like, a <laughs> a Ron. <laughs> like god damn it and he gets so like upset about it um so like he's a very funny guy i like seeing him stretch and have yes. these kind of acting challenges where this is a musical it's a family musical it's a he's playing a villain he you know it, it's it's different than, I wonder how you many of, the, of like our main cast were actually the the singing voices like was that Forrest Whitaker was that was that um Keegan um, how many of these people were actually like the ones singing? Because I know in a lot of musicals they like I'm, in yeah no I'm looking at right now at at the Wikipedia like for the songs mm-hmm. like when he's like Magic Man G like when he's singing his big thing that's him and nice. Forrest Whitaker sings a bunch of the songs and the guy that plays young Forrest Whitaker in this day like the big opening number yeah that's him. Good. Ricky Martin, obviously, Ricky Martin's a singer, so he's. he's Wait, there, Ricky but. Martin's in this? He, oh, he was Don Juan Diego. Really? I mm-hmm. did not pick up on that. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the talking evil toy. Right. Who who the evil bullfighter toy? Bullfighter toy who like basically, he's like the Iago to Keegan Michael Key's um, Othello. Like he's the one that like, you know, convinces Keegan Michael Key to like, hey, you should be doing this. And he, and he yeah. takes them away. Um, but yeah, that was Ricky Martin. Um, I don't know. As far as like family movies are concerned, this was a little bit bigger for our kids to understand. Yep. I can understand. Because there's a big stuff that was happening in it. Um, but it's also bright and colorful and the music's fun. And there's a, a flying robot. Yeah. Always, so uh, we're we're, nice. tick, we're we're ticking a lot of boxes here yes. <laughs> <laughs> of things to to be okay with. As far as the fantasy element is concerned, I mean, obviously it's it's the fantasy of these t- toy makers and creating these kinds of toys and you know the kind of the magic of of Christmas and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I I watched it again this year. Um, the kids wanted to watch it again this year. It, it's just, it's a fun, um, it's a fun movie. It's a fun Christmas movie. There's better Christmas movies out there. There's a lot worse ones out there, too. Um, yep. <laughs> there's a lot worse Christmas musicals out there. I mean, and, and I thought, again, the music, it's, um, this owes a lot to to Hamilton. Yeah, I've never seen Hamilton, but I can totally understand that. Hamilton's great. We, we saw it live and then we saw it on, on, on Disney and you know that kind of I'm sure it'll it'll make its way through musical theater and then we'll do something new but right now we're still in a Hamilton phase yes. just like when Rent happened and that was rock opera yep. right like you know it was La, La, it was La Boheme but it was electric guitars and all this kind of different stuff and that that, that impacted musical theater for a long time um, Hamilton infused hip hop into it, so there's some R and B hip hop, you know, right. notes in this in this one. You know, I think it's great. Um, I'm sure after a while there'll be something new that happens, and then like that's what every musical will sound like. 
Um, I'm not saying this sounds exactly like Hamilton, but this would not have been made prior to Hamilton. Probably not, no. And it, it's... I don't have a whole lot more to say about it, because I... Like, I'm coming down on the, on the side of... I enjoyed this. I liked... It was pretty... Um, I thought it had a pretty de- a pretty good story to it. Uh, I liked the idea of the mad... I will always love a mad inventor, particularly like mm-hmm. a mad toy man. I, yep. For some reason, I always enjoy that. Um, this was good performances. Big, yeah, great performances. This was good. This was a big and loud movie. We also watched another big and kind of loud movie that didn't, didn't land. La- didn't land as well. No. Uh, and there were parts that I enjoyed, but... If this is overstuffed with ideas, but it lands on the, well, I'm not going to fault you for trying to be too creative. Right. The other one was overstuffed, and it just didn't feel all that creative. And that one, what was it even called? I I kept messing it up. A a boy boy called Christmas. A boy called Christmas. Another Netflix movie. Yep. Um... This felt kind of like a random events movie. Yeah. And then this happens, and then this happens. There was no connective tissue between all the stuff. Like, at least in Jingle Jangle, there was a clear, like, motivation from the plot. Like, you know, the the, the bad, evil robot, mm-hmm. like, gets into the head of the apprentice. The apprentice leaves. It causes the downfall of the toy maker. He loses touch of his daughter, who now has a daughter. Like, there, there's connectivity between all of it, right? right. Like, you, you, could, you can get... To see where it all comes from. This one, yeah, it's a series of scenes that happen in an order. And it sucks because Maggie Smith's there. And Maggie Smith's there, and she is clearly taking a paycheck. She is. And... She is. That's about uh, the extent she, of it. So she's the framing device. So, so a boy called Christmas... I mean, it's a, la- it's a lame... the same framing device. The, they're telling the story. Yeah. I thought Felicia Versailles, um that worked better. The, yes. the framing device worked better in Jingle Jangle, because there actually was a connection. There was a little connection. We'll, we'll, we'll get there with, with the framing device. But the framing device is someone telling a story. And I like that. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I like she she's their great aunt Ruth or something like that, this family. And... It's they don't like they don't want to do Christmas anymore. We decided against it this year, and it sounds like their mom just recently died. Right. And one like the littlest kid said, "I I still love mommy with all the broken like oh like how are you doing? You know I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm broken hearted, but I still love mommy with all the broken pieces." That was pretty. That was a great line. Yep. And then to to the point of this is a, a framing device of telling stories. I loved the universe is made of stories, not atoms. Maggie Smith mm-hmm. says that. That was great. That was like, man, that's a really good quote. And then after that, we just kind of go downhill. And but but a lot of it is telling stories. Um, so Maggie Smith shows up to tell this family she's babysitting because the dad has to go out and work. Um, because the mom died. Way to go, mom. Um, so she, um, she's telling a story about, um, basically how Christmas started. And in the story, the dad in the story is telling his son a story. 
I like that shit. Like he's telling the story, and it's like a shadow, a shadow on the walls. On yeah, the that walls. Was really, that was, that was, that was really, really neat bit. too. So it was funny because you had told me that you didn't like this movie. So for the first little bit, I'm like, "Hey, this is pretty. This is pretty good." What did he like about this? I'm, I'm all right with this. This is okay. And then Kristen Wiig showed up. Yep. And at that point, we just started to kind of go downhill because basically the little boy that she's telling the story, Nicholas, <clears throat> Nicholas is the, the, the is what Maggie Smith is talking about, lives in a cabin in the woods with her dad, his dad. And um, they're poor... But you know they're happy, but but the, the the dad wants more for his son. He he can't get over the fact that they're poor. He wanted to give him a better life. He's not realizing that what's matter what matters most in life is love and family. Do you get it yet? <laughs> because that's what this movie's about. <laughs> it's not about material things. Not about money. It's about love. We'll get back to that right. <laughs> over and over again. Um, but the, the king of this king, you know, the king of the kingdom says, Hey, we've all lost our hope. And that was kind of a, a jarring little bit of social commentary. So the com the king is all foppish and, and rich. And he's like, I wish I knew what to do. Cause he's called all these people together. I wish I, all these farmers and, and like woodsmen and, and people I wish I knew what to do. Universal health care. Yeah. There, uh, there was way too many pop... <laughs> and I was just like, is this what the... Demo- was this, like, funded by the DNC? Like, is this, like, what they're... Tr- like, how they're getting their message out exactly. to people? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh... Big fail. Yeah, so the, the king <laughs> says, someone go bring something truly magical or truly to give us hope Hopeful. again. And so... Yeah, bring back hope. Bring back hope. So... The boy's father, who's a woodsman, a very poor woodsman, says, I'm going to go out to find hope for people. Here's my hat. It's a red, it's a red hat with white, with white frosting. And it's, you know, it's obviously it's, a Santa, it's the Santa hat. And Christian Wig comes to stay with her, and she's wretched. Stay with him, and he's wretched. And he rips the hat open accidentally. Because she, she tries to, he burns it. Like she's just, and she's just evil to be evil. Like, yeah. that was the thing, like, why is she here? Why'd she show up? Like, she could have just said, no, I don't want to be here. You know, we, if we had seen a little scene of her, like, getting a letter and she's in this, like, horrible hovel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, can you come watch my son in our big cabin? Oh, thank God, yes, I'll come live in your cabin. That makes sense. She just shows up and is just awful. But yeah, so she shows up and she's terrible, and and he's like, you know what? And you find, and, and it was the hat that the mom made the dad. And the mom made this hat and kept telling the story about how you can find Elfland. So the story is it takes place in Finland, right? And the she told about the story of this girl that went to Elfland, and if you don't get that, it's the mom that went to Elfland then you're an idiot at the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> um, I had a question. Okay. So she made this map to get to Elfland. Why didn't she tell the dad about get the map yeah. that she hid in his hat? 
she gave him the hat too. Like, I, I don't know. That it's a a strange, strange plot hole. Yeah. And it was like a. The whole movie was like that kind of. Um, was was kind of like that. It was. It was just like, well, this this. Why did this happen? And then so, you know, the little boy. Finds the map, so he goes off to find his dad, and they run into a reindeer, and they name him Blitzen, because that's that's why they do it. And at some point, he's taught a mouse to talk. One word at a time. And then now the mouse, know, and it, it's Stephen Merchant from The Office, mm-hmm. and he got annoying real quick. Yes, he did. <laughs> Uh, and I like Stephen Merchant a lot. He got annoying real quick in this movie. Um, so then, what's the next plot point that happens, Lucas? So they're on the uh, they're, they're on the reindeer with the mouse. Then what happens? And then he he dies in the in the frozen wilderness, and an elf shows up and gives him a hope spell and says, "I hope I I kept you alive because I hoped you were going to live." And then elf uh, elf helm shows up. And it's turned into a fascist totalitarian, totalitarian state because they, some humans showed up. Like, just a couple of months ago. Just a couple of months ago this happened. Like, he, the dad had been gone for just a couple of months. If that. And so, I remember so what's people happened complaining at, about... Oh, I yep. remember people complaining about in uh, Revenge of the Sith that it, you know... The galaxy turned to turbo fascism in the space of thirty years. Yeah, and completely this, complaining about this, that. This was this was like a good couple of months, and what has happened, and what he, we figure out is that Elfland was a happy place, and then some humans showed up and took a, an elf named Kip, and young Kip, young Kip, or, or little Kip, little Kip. And someone used that to then turn their village into, there's no singing, there's no dancing, there's no partying. Basically turn it into the the town from Footloose. (laughs) And the Nicholas is like, oh, I bet that's my dad. Like, you know, I bet that was the, those are the humans that found you. Which, how did they find them without the map? How did they find them without magic hope spells? Lots of things. So yeah. he gets kidnapped, like, he gets, like, thrown know, in he's jail. a human, thrown in jail with a pixie, who I wanted to punch. You're, yeah. I mean, I don't, wanna, I don't want to punch the girl, little girls, but... That character God, is so, so annoying. annoying. So annoying. And, and she turns into Maggie Smith. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, but this idea of... You know, there's pixies and there's trolls and they're like you know, I I I make explosives and I'm blah, 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 blah. like it's just like well, why are we doing this now? Like when you know it, it's if we're trying to to stick to the the creation story of of Santa Claus, which is obviously this what this is, mm-hmm. then why are there trolls and pixies? Why don't we just stick to the elves? So he escapes and finds his, um, finds young little Kip 
and it is his den, his like the people he went out with that captured him. And we see how the reindeer start to fly because Nicholas uses his magic powers now to make the reindeer fly. And then the dance like kills himself. And then he so goes he escape. goes crucifix he goes crucifix as like outstretched arms as he dies. I just like I don't know, man. I This was just a random events. It was random events. It completely undercut So when we first see E.T. and Elliot mm-hmm. take off on the bicycle. Like, they, you know, they, it's just like, dumb, like the music swells, and he, and he flies into the air, and there's like this incredible, like, awe, right? Like, he's flying right. over the moon, and, and even when, like, he's with, like, the, you know, all of his other, like, friends are there, and they're all flying around, it's this sense of wonder and awe that, like, it's magic. It really, it really like, that, that is magic on celluloid. Like, no matter right. how old you are, that you will never not think that is as a little boy flying through the sky. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to compare this to E.T., so obviously it's not. But this is their moment. Like, there's a reindeer that's flying. That's incredible. That's awe-inspiring. And, oh, his dad died. <laughs> and it just like, completely cuts out that magic. And it's like, just... Let it breathe a little bit. Give, give, it, me so, give me something pleasant. Give me something in this. pleasant. Because like, why, why did the dad have to die? He doesn't have to die. Like, well, why, had, like it doesn't do anything. He had to die so that Santa Claus could affirm the authority of the monarchy. It didn't make any sense. Like, you don't have to have... Like, everything has to be dark and sad. Like, you can have happy... And, and not in a sappy way. Like, they could have escaped. And, like, thank you, son. You taught me the true meaning of what not it is to a be dick. a good... Right, not being a dick. And, I don't know, I just... I, I was, like... If anything, it just completely undercut the magic of watching this reindeer take off for the first time. Yep. Absolutely. Um, if you haven't figured out already... <laughs> The little girl that's in the story that was told to Nicholas um, was the mom. So he returns back with the young Kip, and he realizes that, hey, to give hope to people would be to give them toys. So he make, gets the elves to make toys, and they then he drops them all off at his little village. All and then, the country, and then... And then somehow, Maggie Smith, her nephew gets home, and there wasn't a tree when he left, but now it's all decorated. And then and she presents. leaves, and then and then she throws a firecracker in the air because she's the pixie. And the movie's over. And then the movie's over. It was... <laughs> we were... I was not impressed with this one, I don't think. I don't know if you picked <laughs> up on that, because I don't think you were either. I... I want... Again... The first couple of minutes, I'm like, I don't know if we watch the same movie because I'm I'm actually kind of digging it. This is okay, like and like this, I like yeah. like it's got some cool visuals, some Visual. you know yeah. some things like I I can I can get behind this, and then I was like, ah, it's tumbling. Yeah, it's going down. <laughs> We're yelling temper. Yeah, and I just uh, it just wasn't <clears throat> just had too much stuff in it. 
Yes. And and too many, like it, it just wasn't. Like if you're trying to tell the story of Nicholas, first of all, we've already discussed that story and how it's done infinitely better, and it's called Klaus. So if you want to go watch the the, the origin story of Santa Claus, just go watch Klaus because. If you want to see a movie that will make you cry your eyes out and feel things and laugh and retain the joy of childhood, that's the movie to watch. If you want to read this, read the the Guardians of Childhood series. The first one's about Santa, where he's a Russian Cossack. It's fantastic. There we go. There's lots of things that you could do. I'm surprised we didn't do Santa Claus the movie. (laughs) We'll we'll maybe do that in a later, later year. Um, we, we've seen this story told a lot better yes. and, and there were some magical moments, but it just didn't do enough for me to really like rekindle that magic of Santa. No, you know, and it, it actually, they never said Santa Claus. No, they call, they call him Christmas and they all, they never really explain that. Which Christmas, Chris, it's, it's Christmas. Yeah. It, it, it is, there is, uh, you know, as, as much as I don't believe in Jesus, um, there is a reason why it's called Christmas. I mean, he is the yeah. reason for the season. It is the name. <laughs> and they just don't, they don't... Address it. They don't address that. I don't know. Th- this was just, you know, we, we've, we've seen some holiday movies on this list. There are some that, I, I mean, I've already watched Night Before Christmas again. Um, it's great. You know, it's, it's so great. good. It's so good. Just so stupid and silly. Um, I watched Klaus again because that's just Actually a good. fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's not. So where where would we where would we rank these? Because there's not going to be neither one's really going to be high for me. So one is higher uh, than the other. Yes. <laughs> you mentioned a night before Christmas. I think. A Night Before Christmas left me feeling better than Jingle Jangle did. Okay, let me see the the board. Let me see what's right underneath Night Before Christmas is The Witches. I could put it between those two. Yeah. It's that's still high enough where it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. It wasn't the greatest. I mean, it, it's not the greatest, but it, it's yeah, it's Okay, I can okay. do that. And as for a boy called Christmas, <sighs> where's the meh? I'm thinking somewhere between Aladdin, like around Aladdin, just like the. Eh. I was thinking for big and loud and weird, but slightly more enjoyable because it also had a. Is this a, a Nutcracker? A Nutcracker had also had an enjoyable inventor character. That was you know. I think the Nutcracker was better. Me too. Okay, I could so put there it between. We go. There we go. I could put it between those two. Yeah. Like not not terrible, either one. One of them was better than the other one. I, I definitely would. I mean, if 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 you'd like to see a, a big, jazzy, fun musical, Jingle Jangle's awesome. Yeah. Right for it. Um, in terms of just like movies, it was fine. Um, it, you know, it's not like I have to watch it every single year. Um, like Die Hard, <laughs> or Die Hard Two, <laughs> so 
Is Die Hard 2 a fantasy? Are, are those fantasy movies? Can we put them? Can we watch can those? We talk about <laughs> um, he takes a lot of damage and doesn't die. Well, in the first it two... It is hard for him to die. The, well, in the second one, it's, it's harder for him to die. Um, and then in the third one, he does it with a vengeance. Um, he lives free. <laughs> Okay, this is a good day to continue on with <laughs> um, So, Lucas, where can folks find us? Uh, we can be found on Twitter at Sword and Forecast and on Podbean and Stitcher and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and YouTube and basically any place that you have access to podcasts, we can be found. If you have something that you want us to be on, uh, send us a line and I will try and get us on there. Yeah, we'd love to. Uh, we'd love to be on your shows. We'd love to talk about more movies. If you have ideas for movies that we need to see, send them to our. Send us our way. Our theme song, "Goblin Road Trip," is produced by the incredible Ryan Boyd. They can be found on Twitter at Ryandroid, and our logo is done by the wonderful Wes Forbes. Wes is actually. Um, an international rock star now. His band, the his band, the Menders, um, is now being heard all over the world. So get your CDs while you can, or get your digital music while you can from the Menders because um, they're going like hotcakes. So we will see you after the first of the year. Um, hopefully, we have some more interesting movies to talk about for you that time. Uh, everyone stay safe out there, continue to wear masks, and uh, get back to And get boosted, and have a very Merry Christmas. <laughs>